0: Bonus pod, last time we saw Deshaun Watson, he was Houston Texan. He also led the NFL in passing, most passing yards in the NFL. And he's been a top five quarterback three straight seasons. And the season, his first season in the NFL, he was number one per game. He had a ridiculous rookie year. But Deshaun Watson is obviously a mega stud. He does not go to a team that throws the ball a lot, maybe even less than a Bill O'Brien team. They've been 28th in pass attempts each of the last two years. Maybe that changes. The Cleveland Browns acquired Deshaun Watson, and we're going we're to break it down for Watson, Baker Mayfield, where he could end up, uh, Amari Cooper, obviously, and uh, let's get into it. I'm Adam Azer with Dave Richard and Heath Cummings. Dave, where's Deshaun Watson in your rankings?
1: I uh, I am contemplating moving him into the top five, but it's I wonder if a little bit of that is just being excited over him getting such a huge contract and a huge deal in Cleveland. I do expect Cleveland to throw the ball more just because they've got Deshaun Watson there. It doesn't make sense for them to try and you know protect their quarterback, almost hide their passing game, and lean on their run game. But I I, I think that there's all kinds of upside for Deshaun Watson. And there's there's definitely a sense that I have. I remember that 2020 season, 26 fantasy points per game. As long as that suspension, if, if one comes, as long as it's not like six games, eight games, something like that, I'll be real excited about him being there. And I would put him close to the top five.
2: Yeah, I, I had him fifth in the first run of the projections. Now it's on a per game basis. We don't know how many games he's going to play, but... It's historically one of the best passers over the first four years of a career of any player in NFL history. And oh yeah, he's going to run for four or 500 yards and five touchdowns as well. Um, there's a little bit of risk about how many times he gets to throw it. But I just think, my goodness, the Browns, they, they paid for it. But um, yeah. if I'd say top five quarterback on a per game basis. We will adjust his redraft ranking based on how many games he's going to miss this year.
0: He has never, other than his rookie year, when he just kind of had these outlandish numbers over, I want to say, six starts, he has not finished higher than sixth per game in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. It's been six, six, and seven, and it's been four, four, and six. That's his per-game finish in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. Really, and there's no reason why he couldn't do it. He's so good, but he hasn't had a crazy outlier touchdown season and he's been on a team that's—I don't think they've ever ranked higher. The Texans had ever ranked higher. Well, he 20th had, in he had a crazy
2: outlier touchdown yep. half season. He had a nine percent touchdown rate his rookie year, right? Which is which is would be the, most, the best ever. Like, to be honest, his career rate is 5.9% for a lot of quarterbacks. We spent a lot of time talking about Derek Carr earlier. If he had a 5.9% mm-hmm. touchdown rate in a season, that would be a crazy outlier touchdown season for, for Derek him. Carr. No, but that's Deshaun but, but Watson's the, career average. But,
0: but forgetting about the rate, what's his career high in touchdown passes? Like 32 or 33. 33. Right, so, so he hasn't had that 40-touchdown season, and he just hasn't thrown the ball enough. But that's maybe the only thing that's really prevented him from being QB1. He's got all the makings of it, but I don't know that... I don't know that he has that upside in Cleveland, right? I, do you feel like there's any chance of him being QB1? Realistic chance? It's
1: possible. He can, Because he could put together that outlier season. And I think the fact that it's possible puts him into the top five conversation. Right. Okay. Well, look. I also don't think the Browns are done adding pieces.
0: We're happy he's back. I, I think we probably wanted him to go with a to a different offense, but you know, they, they could change. They've got they've got Deshaun Watson now, uh, not Mayfield, who we'll talk about in a minute. What about Amari Cooper? Can I make can I make a top twelve argument for Amari Cooper? Can he be top twelve? Let's put um, a-
2: You know, I love the fact that you asked Dave where he's got Deshaun Watson, and Dave says I'm toying with putting him at top five, and I had him fifth. And then we go to Amari Cooper and you say, could I make a case for him as a top 12 wide receiver? And in the first run of the projections, he came out as wide receiver 12. Hey, there's, there's um, the case. Like if we're going to go into the season and Dave's right, we they might add somebody else. But if they're going to go into the season with Cooper as the one and Donovan Peoples-Jones as the two and the Joku as the tight end one, then I think Cooper might very well be a top 12 wide receiver at the end of the year, at least on a per game basis. Now, He'll probably have some duds and he'll probably have some monster games. That's what Amari Cooper has done throughout his career. But third round pick at this point for me.
1: I got him in the fourth, but it's early fourth.
2: Okay. So Lamar And there's Cooper. more breaking news. Oh, hold
0: on. Lamar. Lammer- oh, Juju to the Chiefs. All right. Lamar Cooper says, let's revisit that argument.
2: It's still Lam for me. I'll probably go with Cooper. Man, I've got him. Uh, I've got. <laughs> I have Cooper twelve and Lamb thirteen. Okay, Lamb. Or, or, I mean, I,
0: people might laugh at this, but Lamb or Debo Samuel. Debo for now. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Cooper or Debo. My bad, Cooper. Or Coop, Debo? Oh, Debo. Debo for Debo now. For me. Debo. All right. I'll
1: take Debo. Where do you I'll want? Take Lamb over both.
0: We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk Juju in just a second. Where do you want to see Baker Mayfield
2: go? The USFL. <laughs> Come uh on. no there's lots of places like if he went to carolina best thing that ever happened to dj Moore. Yeah. um if he went to seattle yeah, right fair. now a lot better than what could possibly be for lockett or dk so i'd be thrilled if he went to either one of those places or um if james gets away from the saints baker do just fine with michael thomas too i think
0: all right jamie's here hey jamie Juju. yeah this is the juju podcast now uh, real quick, we, we're wrapping up on Deshaun Watson and Cooper. Where do you want to? Where are you going to rank them? You think?
3: Uh, the suspension is going to determine, obviously, where Watson gets ranked. Uh, I had him at twelve right now. I'll probably keep him in that spot. You know, maybe move him up to ten. But it's you know, Matthew Stafford, Rodgers, um, Watson. I'm trying to think who I have at, at, at ten. Jalen Hurts. You know, those guys. Joe Burrow. They're all in the you know kind of the same mix. If you tell me uh, there's a six game suspension, you know, Watson will probably be behind those guys. If it's less than a six game suspension then I think you know, he moves up a little bit. But you have to obviously bake that into uh, what you're looking at with Deshaun Watson because missing time is clearly not fun. But uh, you know, 11 games of what he can give you should be special. Uh, Amari Cooper I want to no part of with Baker Mayfield. Now give me all the Amari Cooper I can take. <laughs> um, you know, we'll see if they, uh, if they bring Will Fuller. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, somebody you have to look at as a you know, late-round flyer. Better for Njoku clearly as well. Especially with Austin Hooper not there. So everybody wins uh in, in Cleveland with with the upgrade at the quarterback spot.
0: Okay, but so so what if I just told you zero game suspension? Where would you rank Watson and Cooper? Not five.
3: Five. Right. So
1: I think Heath and I are ranking him as if he's not suspended and Jamie's ranking him as if he's suspended.
2: Um too. no, six I was games. I was saying my projection I just did it to have a per game basis. I just did it for the full season. I'll probably rank him like eight or something. I think behind Kyler is probably the spot where I'll put him right now, assuming four to six game suspension. Okay.
0: So I won't ask Aaron Rodgers to Sean Watson anymore.
2: No, it's not a question. That anymore. is changed.
0: Uh Okay, then. How about uh, Baker? Uh, well, you guys talked about Baker Mayfield. Okay, he'll be a number two quarterback. Let's see where he ends up. But how about Juju Smith Schuster? Jamie, you can have the first word on this one going to the Kansas City Chiefs. What do you think?
3: Uh, this was not the, the best landing spot for his fantasy value. It's clearly the best chance for him to, uh, you know, get a ring. Um, but it's. Uh, you know, it's gonna be interesting. They haven't had a player, I think, of his of his caliber in, in that spot. Um, you know, we've we've been hoping for Miko Harman. We thought, okay, maybe Josh Gordon can reinvent himself. No, um, Byron Pringle. No, um, you know, Demarcus Robinson. No. You know, so he'll take away from Tyreek Kill and Travis Kelsey a little bit, but I think Juju. You know, you're hoping that he can rejuvenate himself and still be a, a significant playmaker. I just don't know if those things gonna go hand in hand. Um, you know, I think he'll he'll obviously make a lot of plays for Patrick Mahomes and. You know, man, that AFC West is. Just, I, don't, I don't want to watch anything else. I just want to watch the AFC West all, all season next year. Um, yeah. So he's he's a number four fantasy receiver. I don't think you can you know rank him higher than that.
0: Yeah. Well, the biggest winner in all of this, just from the start, from Wilson getting traded out, is any any person who is a fan of an NFC team. It's just you now. Like, this is like being a fan of the Eastern Conference of the NBA ten years ago, whatever. When all the, 15, the, all the good fifteen. Why do you think Tom Brady came back? Yeah, I guess so. That, that's the trip to the Super Bowl. Brady and Rogers, the NFC Championship, just pencil it in. Uh, so but it's, also, uh, it's not, it's not, not just not that. Anymore. It's the Bills
3: too. I mean, of they course. get to sit back and watch the, that vision just cannibalize itself. Oh yeah. And it, it's like what the Patriots did for twenty years. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they just win the AFC East and they watch everybody else beat themselves up. They get home field advantage, and then you see if somebody can go in there and, and knock you off. You know, so Buffalo's in a good spot too.
0: Dave, Juju Smith-Schuster or Allen Robinson?
3: I think I'm going to lean toward Robinson.
1: Okay, I'm going to take this a- is under the assumption that Robinson's going to be a full-time player for the Rams.
0: Hold on, Heath. Before you get in there, i got to take a break. We've got to take a real quick break on fantasy football today. Heath is bursting at the seams. <laughs> He'll weigh in when we come back
3: on FFT. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.
4: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
0: We are back. Okay, Heath, I asked Juju or Alan Robinson. You've got a lot on your mind.
2: No, I just, I'm going to be way too emotionally invested in Juju succeeding in Kansas City for a variety of reasons. But I do think that you can very easily azerstat this Mm -hmm. and say that we've seen two seasons of Juju With a future Hall of Fame wide receiver on the other side, and he's an elite second wide receiver. He should be right back to what he was the first two years of his career now. Nobody can cover him.
0: And he had a Hall of Fame quarterback at the same time, right? I mean, Roethlisberger was good back then. Roethlisberger led the league in passing when Juju had his 1,400-yard season. So what do you think the upside is for him?
2: I mean, if Kelsey and Hill both stay healthy, then the upside's probably like a high-end number three wide receiver, a borderline number two. It's okay. it's not. It's unfortunately, it's not like super duper high. But if something okay. happens to either of them, yeah,
1: sure. Well, that makes sense. Just like if something were to happen to Cooper
3: Cup, Allen Robinson would be in play to get a lot of work too. I, I feel like they're both low-end number three receivers. The, the Robinson question, though, there, there's clearly another domino that's going to happen, whether it's Beckham coming or Woods going or both, you know, so Robinson, to me, I'd take Robinson over Juju, but I, I think he is, is right in one aspect. The other part of it would be, is that there were two guys that he's got to contend with in Kansas city. You know, there, right. there really wasn't, you know, two guys in Pittsburgh. Now, right. you know, you had young Deontay Johnson. I don't remember exactly when his, I think he might've been a rookie when was Yeah, but like he injury. was like
1: the three then. If well, what I'm saying is, you know, he, he's yeah.
3: clearly a talented player that that's emerged, but he wasn't at the level of what, what Kelsey and, and Hill are comparatively to Antonio Brown. So, uh, I, you know, I, I think the one thing when you look at this, this AFC West in the the games where they'll play against each other, if we get what we're hoping for, is games in the forties. You know, as much as you know, you bring in a J.C. Jackson, a Khalil Mack, a Chandler Jones, you know, all these guys that that are gonna you know try and stop these offenses. You know, if we're getting games that are you know in the thirties, you know, may, maybe more, then they're all gonna have the chance to put up good numbers, and then that carries over to other games when they're not playing against each other. So. You know, you want to have pieces of this division. You want to have pieces, obviously, of Patrick Mahomes and and Andy Reid. Uh, You have to hope that Andy Reid is going to sort of reinvent the wheel again, you know, with uh, bringing in a player of this caliber. Because as we've noted time and time again with Juju, it feels like he's 40, but he's only in his early 20s still, you know, because he's been around so long. Um, If he can run again, you know, coming off a shoulder injury, I don't think should be too much of a concern. And kind of can get away from being this just short area target and do some different things down the field, then he's going to be a, a steal on draft day.
2: Um, I, this probably means nothing, but Antonio Brown did just tweet, "Cleveland Antonio Browns." <laughs> uh, it's, uh, uh, let me let me ask you this: Would you rather have? That's a good tweet. Would you rather
0: have Patrick Mahomes and Amari Cooper, or Deshaun Watson and Tyreek Hill?
3: I think I'd rather have Deshaun Watson and, and Hill. Tyreek, if there's no suspension. Well, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, no suspension, <laughs> no suspension. Yeah, I'm I'm not thinking about the suspension.
0: Okay, and do you think Hel- Kill, uh, Kelsey or Hill lose any value with this Juju signing?
3: Slightly.
2: The only thing, and you talked about this, when they took away the deep ball from the Chiefs, Tyreek last year was a completely different kind of wide receiver. A lot more underneath stuff, a lot more targets. If the plan with Juju, you would think, is to handle the short area stuff and they're going to send Tyreek deep and teams just don't give them that, then it could be, it could make Tyreek a little more boom bust. I think it, I think it comes into play in the red
1: zone. I, I could see Juju with seven touchdowns. The problem is I could also see him with 60 catches
3: for 700 yards with that. Mm-hmm. I got to say, it's, uh, it's got to be a good situation. Dynasty keeper to be in the Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs camp as opposed to the Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill camp. You know, if you're looking at the top six or seven wide receiver, you know wherever you put Diggs. Um, because I mean, you know Cup may have if they keep Woods and bring in Beckham, that's not good. <laughs> Adams obviously loses. Tyree Kill gets some competition. You know, not that these guys are bad, and you're still drafting right, right, right. You know, relatively high, but they got they got they got dinged a little bit. You know, all across the way uh aside from those other guys, you know, and then you're you're looking at the Bengals situation. Well, hey, we're just gonna upgrade the guys in front of Joe Burrow and 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 now he should have the chance for, you know, to uh, hopefully connect with those guys a little bit more. And clearly the case for Justin Jefferson with Kevin Connell coming in and you know changing the offensive philosophy a little bit. Um those, those guys feel a little bit safer maybe than you know maybe not withstanding right now, but but certainly in the Adams and Hill.
0: Great. Good stuff guys. Thank you very much for your time. Mm. Thanks to everybody. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to think about some of the downside
1: with Watson do oh, we know no. how he is playing in the cold? I don't know. That's only a month. Do we oh it's gonna be more than a month. Do we know if like what if the Browns don't add anybody else? That's and their offensive line, line did lose some
2: pieces.
3: I don't know. He's never had a run game like this. He's never had a, a... Well, and that's the other thing. We didn't That'd even talk about Austin Hooper well. yet.
2: Huh? We didn't even talk about Austin Hooper yet. I mean Njoku. No, Austin Hooper's on the Titans.
0: Oh I didn't even see that. Alright, well that's a topic. We'll do a separate bonus podcast for that one. <laughs> Everybody have a great weekend, and we will talk Funny to you later. How all these dominoes start football. On fantasy football today. See ya.
4: Explore the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system in the new documentary As We Speak. Rap Music on Trial. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.